you're listening to the Bearded Theologians podcast, hosted by Zach Bechtold and Matt Franks. If you'd like to learn more about the Bearded Theologians, you can go online at beardedtheologians.com, where we have past podcasts, blogs, and a couple items for sale. So check us out, beardedtheologians.com. Thank you for listening, and enjoy this week's show. You're listening to the Bearded Theologians podcast, hosted by Matt Franks and Zach Bechtold. So this week on the podcast, um, October is here. Um, the Cardinals are in the playoffs, so all is right in the world. And um, with this being October, one of the traditions of October in most circles um, is Pastor Appreciation Month, whether it's Pastor Appreciation a Week or Day or sometime, but sometime in October, um, congregations gather and um, share some appreciations with pastors. And so, Zach, as you think about that, what are some things – um, that you would love uh, for congregations to hear that maybe do it or looking at doing it or looking for advice or, you know, what are some kind of um, need to knows for this? Well, it's become painfully obvious um, in the last few days of asking around uh, of colleagues and lay people alike what they do for Pastor Appreciation Month and why it's important. And I've had uh, both pastors and, and church members tell me, oh, we don't do that. I've, I've never had a church um, do anything formal for pastor appreciation or as a church, oh, we didn't know that was a, a thing. And, and for me, that, that's a tough place to be. I've been in churches where it's either or, and, uh, uh, and, and I've been in churches where they've done a really good job of recognizing the pastor and made a, made a really intentional effort. And I can tell you both both ways around that. It, you know, if a church just doesn't do it, that's fine. Uh, but there's something about a church being intentional and saying, hey, pastor, uh, thank you. We love you. Uh, we're supporting you in, in various ways. And, and the other end I hear from pastors is, well, it feels like begging. It feels like asking for money. It feels like telling our churches that they have to appreciate us, which I hear that. Um, but if we don't give our churches permission, if we won't put the walls down, and let our churches appreciate us, if we won't let them into our own lives, as we ask them to let us into theirs, there's a problem. And so I think what Pastor Appreciation Month does for me is reminds me to go, oh, okay, um, I've got to do this too. Um, I'm asking my churches uh, constantly to let me appreciate them, let me be feel, uh, speak in and, uh, and pour into their lives. And yet when the time comes for them to do it for me, I put a wall up, right? And so for me, it's that reminder of here, here's what it's like to be vulnerable. Here's what it's like to maybe let my guard down a little bit and let my churches reach out and respond in a way for them that's loving. And sometimes, sure, that's cash and a card, or sometimes it's dinner. Sometimes it's a coffee mug, or uh, sometimes it's a handshake and a hug, and they just tell you, uh, thank you. And, and that's what Pastor Appreciation Month is, is allowing ourselves as pastors to put that guard down a little bit and let our churches love us in ways that they um, connect to. I love that. Um, I think one of the things that we're reared at in seminary is not to do that. Right. And so we carry that baggage with us and we try to put our guards up to make sure that we're not trying to be triangled or like, I mean, we hear about all those things that happen and we're, I mean, literally, I don't know about you, but I know in my seminary experience, it was drilled into me 
oh yeah not to be open and vulnerable and let people mm-hmm. in and accept gifts and all that. i mean i literally was drilled into me and part of me is okay with that and part of me is like it's helped me navigate some situations but then part of me it doesn't allow my congregation in to see what's really going on in my lives and um, for the i mean and they think they know what's going on but you know i'm, I'm trying to think i mean how many I mean, they kind of know now they've been around me long enough now that they know that I like to drink a beer, uh, every so often. They know that I love to play Xbox. They know that I love my children and I'm, you know, support them as best I can. And, and that took some time and, mm-hmm. and, and it does, I mean, we do have to let down some of those barriers that we put up, but I think we have to do it with the kind of a discerning heart and when sure. to let them in and when not to let them in because of just other things that you know outside forces and that's always hard <laughs> we were joking about trying to like put pastor appreciation month out there and i realized this morning we, we print our bulletin uh, try to print our bulletin on wednesdays and um and i forgot i said everything was ready to go our connector and go guide was ready to go and i forgot to put in the pastor appreciation little blurb and so now we have to print a uh, you know a little blurb you know do a whole other insert. I, I hate inserts to the life mm-hmm. of me. Um, I mean, I really try to limit inserts in our, in our worship bulletins. Um, and so like, it's hard like to say, Hey, we'd really like to show you have show us appreciation. I mean, I, I just, and, but I think you're, I think you're right, Zach. I think it, I think it's having the congregation understand that this is more than just a month thing or a day, however you do it in your congregation. I think it's something that if churches, could buy into and taking care of their pastor all year round, it makes taking care of them that much easier. Um, and, and that was a conversation that we had had. Um, our church is making transition of moving to a single board model. And my response was, if we want younger families to be involved, it's hard for them to commit, you know, to be involved in some of these ministries because we have two to three meetings a month on this. And that's a lot of commitment outside of just the normal regular church commitment. And so being aware of that, to maximize their time and effort and all that stuff. I think it's vital and key. And I think we, um, if we can show the congregation how we care and, and invite them in on that process, but then also like, you know, say, Hey, here's what's going on in my life or, you know, Hey, you don't know what to get me for pastor appreciation month. I have a great Amazon wish list that I send to my sure. in-laws for Christmas. Like check that out. Right. Um, I mean, really well, check out my Amazon wish list. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and here's the thing. <clears throat> I don't think that's a selfish thing. People want to know. People want to know. Um, I had beer show up on my porch the other day uh, from, from a community member because they have seen, they understand that that's my love language, right? And uh, they see me as one of their pastors and hey, there was beer on my porch and they just wanted to say thanks. That's important. And, and the flip side of all of this is if we as pastors can, can let our church love us, we're going to love them more. They're going to love us more. The relationship builds, right? Mm-hmm. But if we take a look at it and say, you're not only appreciating me as your current pastor, call those pastors that you can still call that have meant something to you and have taught something to you and have been a pivotal moment in your life, especially as United Methodist and having a lot of pastors in the course of, you know, 10 to 20 to 25 or a lifetime in the church, call those pastors and say, Hey, thank you. Your time here meant a lot. Um, Because what that does is the people sitting in our congregations that are sitting in churches that are feeling a call to ministry, that our future pastors that helps them too to go, oh, 
here's how healthy relationships work in the church. Here's how I can be. Um, you know, these people are calling those pastors and appreciating these pastors. There's something there. How do I connect with them? How do I learn how they did things, how they connected with people? And it makes healthier pastors going into the future where we maybe we don't have to be so damn guarded uh, with who we are in our personal lives or, you know, just in general because it's drilled into us or we've seen bad stuff uh, happen to other pastors and we don't want that to happen to us. Um, we learn that from the way churches and the way pastors interact with one another. And so if we can begin to break those walls down by something silly like Pastor Appreciation Month, my God, maybe our churches and our relationships with people will be a hell of a lot more healthy. Well, and I think, you know, pastors talk. And so, you know, if you do one thing for one pastor, I mean, it does kind of, you know, set somewhat of an expectation. Um, and that, uh, and if you don't, it just shows how you care for the pastor. I mean, and they'll interpret that way. Mm-hmm. Um, I think some of it too is, um, I don't think we realize how much even a simple word of thanks or, I mean, just a yeah. small simplicity um, uh, thing can go a long way. I mean, if you feel like, you know, ask your pastor, man, how, how's it going? And, you know, they say, okay, but it's not like, you know, you can tell that something's wrong, you know, just say, Hey, um, is there anything, you know, like flip it, like flip the script, yeah. you know, um, when congregations care for their pastor. Um, and I've noticed this in all congregations that do it and do it well. Um, when they take really good care of their pastor, their pastor really does do a good job taking care of them. Mm-hmm. Um, right. but when it's the other way around, it, I mean, it just, you know, it does, it replicates. And I know that's hard mm-hmm. to understand. I know that's not easy for congregations to interpret, but um, I, can, I mean, I just can tell you um, from firsthand knowledge um, that if you don't take care of your pastor, man, it makes it rough. Because um, mm-hmm. uh, it's not necessarily that they don't want to do it or won't do it because of their call and their job. It just makes it that much more draining because you pastors, pastors these days with all the things that are going on and pulling at them, you know, um, the world is such a difficult and negative place that, you know, just even a small ray of hope will make a difference. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and pastors on the other side, let your church take care of you. Mm-hmm. Let them appreciate you. Um, it, cause it, as much as it means to you, it means that much to the church as well. Um, it's an, it's a, it is a two way street. And we, we need to walk it together. So for all the pastors out there that, um, you know, Zach and I are here because of other pastors, um, uh, that laid the groundwork for, for us or showed us what to do or what not to do, or, you know, um, we're definitely inspirational to you. We salute you and thank you for all the hard work and dedication you did because, um, we, I know I wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for some pastors and most of them know who they are. Cause I try to let them know that every so often. Um, because I want to be in that place eventually as well when I retire, mm-hmm. um, if I ever get to, um, <laughs> yay for having kids, <laughs> uh, you know, um, so appreciate your pastor this month, uh, or previous pastors, or, you know, just share your congregational love. And, um, there, there are so many ways that you can do that. And, um, there's so many websites that will tell you how to do that. Um, and over the next couple of weeks, we'll have some things on our website that will talk about this conversation because it's going to be kind of a, a week long or a month long kind of deal. Um, cause we want it to kind of be a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so check out our website at beardedtheologians.com uh, for all great content. We've had some really good interviews lately and some great people on the show and some great people coming on the show in the future. And so, you know, always good to like us, share us, um, even those comments, um, I don't think you realize how long of a way they go for us. Um, 
and uh, you know, don't forget to share and give us um, five stars. You can give us five stars and a horrible comment. Um, you know, we said that for the longest time and we really like, you know, we're okay with that too. Just give us the five stars. Um, so for the Bearded Theologians, I'm Matt Franks. I'm Zach Bechtold. Thanks for checking us out. We hope you've enjoyed the conversations that we've had today on the Bearded Theologians Beardcast, and we'd encourage you to continue those conversations online at beardedtheologians.com or on our Facebook page. We also hope that you pick up a couple of coffee mugs to uh, satisfy your coffee mug collection. Have a good day.